Welcome to Keeping Up with Katie and Kara. By your host, Katie Frank and Kara Jones. Let's get into it. Good morning. Welcome to episode three. That's crazy. I know. Episode three. We're making so much progress with our podcasting abilities, too. We're doing the damn thing, dude. Yeah. I love it. Thank you guys so much for listening to episode two. I hope you entered our coffee giveaway. Um, We won't be actually announcing the winner on episode three because we're recording this before we even release episode two. So we kind of messed that one up. So typical story of us messing something up, but we will announce the winners on our Instagram and then our fourth episode will announce the winner on our podcast. So Stay tuned. Thank you guys so much for entering. If you did, I hope that you win. We are going to start bringing you guys some sort of inspiration of the day at the beginning of every episode. And today, Katie brought us a beautiful quote. So, yes, I love this one. It's brought to you by Instagram, of course. We always find those little nuggets on there. The quote today is Wake up grateful every day, even through the hard stuff. Recognize what you do have instead of what you don't is the mindset that will propel you into success. Gratitude wins over everything, always. This kind of resonated with me because in this industry, it's definitely not something that's like instant gratification. Like you'll be doing, I was just telling Kara, you'll be doing all these things and you'll be like, what am I doing this for? And is this even working? And then one day you'll get something that just proves that what you've been doing is working and your hard work will pay off. So it's just important to be grateful for the things you have right now because at one point you were wishing for that. That's a great quote. So that's the inspiration of the day. I love that. (laughs) Katie brought us a VSCCB today. That's my favorite drink from Starbucks if anyone wanted to know. As everyone knows, the interest rates are a little bit stressful. A little bit. And we are going to dedicate today's entire episode to talking about interest rates and ways to combat them because home ownership is still possible, but sometimes modifying the process a little bit makes it just a little bit more attainable with the interest rates how they are. So Katie, because she's, you know, an expert in the interest rates, she is going to elaborate lowdown on how to best proceed in today's market. Yes. Interest rates, let me just start by saying interest rates are not everything. To a lot of people they are and it does affect affordability a lot, especially when they do get higher and I definitely understand that struggle. I have to explain that to like everyone, you know, because they may have gotten pre-approved before when rates were lower and then now they're, they can afford less because interest rates are higher and it is frustrating. But I would just like to say, people are still buying. If it still makes sense for you, it's a smart decision. If it doesn't make sense for you, then let's come up with a game plan. Someone said yesterday, You know, the interest rate isn't what you're buying right now. You're buying that set price of your home because your home price can fluctuate too. And once those interest rates go down, it's going to be more competitive and then the purchase price is going to go up. So right now you're buying that fixed purchase price is a good way to look at it. Obviously your rate is going to be fixed, but we don't want to look at that. Which leads into one way to combat interest rates is refinance later down the road, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So after six payments, you can always refinance, and that's if you know if it makes sense for you at that time to refinance if rates have dropped. And that's why it's good to keep in contact with the lender after your transaction. You don't want to just have a lender that's there for the transaction and then they're hands off. I We have a borrower that still texts us to this day about <laughs> questions that come up, and 
We love it. We yeah. we love that. We always want to be in contact with them. Can you explain in layman's terms what refinance means? Yes, I can do that, Kara. So a refinance is essentially just six months down the road, whenever you've made those six payments or whenever the interest rate drops, you're going to want to refinance, reach out to your lender. And they're basically going to redo your pre-approval. Just make sure you still qualify um, at that new lower rate and everything's good. You still have a good job, everything. It's just like a re-pre-approval process and you're just going to be qualified at that lower interest rate, which obviously you should be able to since you qualified at that higher interest rate. And what this is going to do is it's going to drop your monthly payment because you're going to have that lower interest rate and it'll be fixed. That's really the only time your monthly mortgage payment is going to move is when you refinance. Other than refinancing, I think that's what everyone knows they can do. So I'm going to touch on two other ways you can combat interest rates. You need a good lender and a good realtor because a realtor plays a really big part in some of these different aspects, um, getting what you need for in order to do this. So before we get into it, I'm gonna talk about seller credits or seller concessions, and I just wanna make sure everyone knows what that is. So a seller credit or seller concession is basically something you can negotiate into your offer. So sometimes this will come up after requests for repairs, like say, you know, the garage opener doesn't work and they said it's brand new. Like you could request a seller credit rather than requesting them to actually repair the item. and this credit or concession that you request is gonna go into closing costs at the end. So basically anything you negotiate in your offer is going to then come down the line into the closing costs and will be taken out of that. So it's basically exactly what it sounds like. The seller credits you some money and it can combat your closing costs, which will then allow you to have a little bit extra money in pocket and then you can use that for your monthly payments Definitely. or whatever. You know, if you can live without that garage opener, then you, then you got money in the pocket. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So essentially, when you buy a home, you have to come in with your down payment, which everyone knows, but you also have a closing costs. It's crazy how many people aren't aware that there are closing costs associated with the loan and they can get pricey. And they're, yeah, they're, I was going to say they're kind mm -hmm. of expensive. Yeah. Like, they can be go up to like, I think, 3% of the sales price of the home. So they get pretty pricey. Um, on top of your down payment. So it's important to know that. And with your seller concessions, you can reduce the amount of closing costs you have. So and you say, don't even need to request the concessions for a reason. Like mm -hmm. you can write your offer and be like seller to credit, mm -hmm. buyer 5,000. Yeah, like, if, if you need money, if your lender tells your realtor, hey, they don't have enough money to cover these closing costs, your realtor can go and negotiate on your behalf to get those seller credits to lower your closing costs. So say, your closing costs uh, come to 16 grand even, and your realtor negotiates 10K seller concessions. That means you only have to come in with 6K. And we've had situations with this. We've, our last- Our last two. Yes, our last like one amazing. we had, she actually got money back at closing. So yeah. it was really amazing. It and was. we, she, Kara even negotiated even more seller concessions than we could even get. Yeah. So that was really awesome. Yeah. There's definitely ways you can do that. Yeah. Just so you guys know. Yeah. Seller credit is something that your lender will kind of know if you need or not. And that's why it's good to have a little duo so we can be like, hey, this is what they need to get this done. And then your realtor can go out and we can figure out ways to make it work. But anyways, let's jump into the two ways I have for you guys to combat those interest rates. The first one is going to be a permanent buy down. So permanent buy-down means that you are basically paying discount points, additional money at closing in order to get that lower interest rate. These can get a little bit pricey 
And your loan officer is the one who can tell you exactly how much it's going to be to buy down your interest rate to a certain percentage. The prices vary because as we know, interest rates vary all the time. They fluctuate all the time, so they can always be changing. And then that leads us into our next option, which is a really hot topic right now. And that is going to be a temporary buy-down. You see a lot of 2-1 buy-downs. There is a 3-2-1 buy-down option as well. So essentially what a temporary buy-down is, is you're going to get those seller concessions like Kara explained earlier. They have to be a seller concession. You can't pay for them out of pocket. It has to come from the sellers. So your realtor will negotiate seller concessions for you. And this is going to lower your interest rate for the first two years, which is really nice because say you have an 8% rate right now, for the first year it's gonna be six, and then the next year it'll be seven, and then that third year it'll go back to that eight. But you can even refinance before that if it makes sense for you. The one thing that is different with the temporary buy-down versus the permanent buy-down is that your payment is gonna change. Your payment the first year is gonna be at that 6%, it's gonna be lower. Your payment the second year is gonna be at that 7%, so it's gonna go a little bit higher, and then if you stick with it to that 8% the next year, it's gonna be higher. But hey, rent increase is a thing, so. Exactly, and this is a good way if you're just like nervous about getting in there with those higher monthly payments, it can lower your monthly payment in the beginning, and then if rates do drop, you're like, hey, this next year I'm gonna have a 7% interest rate, but rates are at 6.5 right now. I'm gonna refinance. You can do that. So these are a really hot topic right now just because rates are kind of crazy. It's hard to afford much because the interest rates pop that monthly payment up. So if you're really discouraged about interest rates, this is definitely something that you could talk to a lender about and see if it's a right fit for you. And you know, yes, rates are high, but historically low, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And when you shop for a car, I always think about this. When you shop for a car, you shop for the car price, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're paying interest on a new car. Yep. But no one cares that it's a 15% interest or whatever the value is. It's always crazy high, Mm -hmm. right? And it's like, you don't even look at the interest rates with buying a car. Yep. And I think it's such a weird phenomenon that like with house purchases, you're like, hyper fixated on the interest rate mm-hmm. like you don't really look like oh i'm getting a three two for four hundred thousand in a great neighborhood like yeah that's amazing you're in california getting yeah. a four hundred thousand dollar home like you can't beat that and people will like literally eat themselves up at the interest rate when like you're buying a car and you don't even look twice like you don't even yep. care when you're buying a car half the time that's why it's kind of important to just remember that when you're buying a home you're not buying an interest rate You're buying a home. You're buying a place for you to have dinner with your family. You're buying a neighborhood. You're buying memories that you're going to, you know, a place you're going to have memories in forever. Even a future investment, like a future rental or like starting real estate investing so that you can be financially free in 10 years. Definitely. There's so much hyper fixated focus on the interest rate that sometimes it drives me crazy because that's not what you're buying. Yeah. And like you can, you can shop based off of your monthly payment, you know, like Mm -hmm. that's where you should be finding your comfort, right? Like, so yes, maybe you don't afford the $600,000 dream home first, you know? But then you're buying a monthly payment that you're comfortable with that's actually contributing to your own wealth rather than some random man that, like, owns 45 (laughs) apartment complexes, you know? Yes, definitely. And that's why when I 
would like before I even get an application, I always do like a couple screening questions and I'll always ask, what's your monthly payment comfortability? What are you comfortable with paying on a monthly basis? Because you might qualify at like a $500,000 purchase price, but the monthly payment may be way out of your budget. So yeah. then I'll try to come up with a scenario that works best for that monthly payment. And yeah, it might not be in the price range you want, but it's going to be comfortable payment wise. So that's something I always think about. And it was funny when you were talking about the cars, cause I was just thinking about, do y'all know how high your interest rate is on your credit card? Oh, oh my God. It's like 27%. It's like, yeah, 28 pushing 30, dude. It's insane. And you know how much people be loading up their credit yeah. cards? Every time you swipe that, just think about your interest rate. <laughs> Every time you be swiping your card. The purpose of a credit card, like they, they sell you on that because you get benefits. You get your 1% back. You get, mm -hmm. it's like 1% back on 25% interest is literally <laughs> dog shit. Like it does not matter. Yeah. Or they're like airline points. It's like in reality, like if you're not using your credit card and immediately paying it off with your debit card, like, you're stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cut. You're not stupid. I'm just <laughs> not stupid because, like, I do it too sometimes. But I just okay. think it's insane how much we have all these, like, day-to-day -day things that we do mm -hmm. that we just, like, don't think twice about. And yeah. credit cards are one of them. Mm-hmm. And, like, they just keep upping your credit limit. Like, my credit limit is insane. And I'm like, I don't even need, like, what am I ever going to use this for? Yeah, exactly. They I don't need it all the time. Yeah. yeah. They just, like, throw you some money, throw you some money, throw you some money, hoping that you're going to use it. Yep. Anyways. That I was hope, a little rant. I hope some of that, yeah. <laughs> Me passionate about credit cards. Um... I hope some of that knowledge was helpful for you guys. I mean, for me, being in the industry, like, I feel like I learned something every time we chat Definitely. that I didn't really know. Like, yeah. I learned more in detail about the 2-1 buy down. So I'm super stoked about that. And if any other questions arise, like, literally shoot us a DM or, like, call us. I mean, our numbers are plastered <laughs> all over online. So yeah, call us, text us, whatever you need. Let us know your questions because... There's so much out there that you can do to combat interest rates that people just don't know about. Definitely. We never want to make it seem like we're like, okay, it doesn't matter about the interest rates. You should just buy a house, you know? Like, it's everyone has their own time, but these are just some of the things you can do if you're thinking about buying a home and interest rates are in your way. There's definitely things that you can do in order to get in a home. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode if you lasted all the way through. I hope it actually helped and you learned something today. As always, if you have questions, please let us know. And we will see you guys next week for another little coffee talk. Cheers.